1: You don't want it, you don't need it, but you're going to get it anyway. The Kevin Sheehan Show. Here's Kevin. The show today presented by MyBookie. You can bet single game spreads, money lines, parlays. They've got contests with very low contest entry fees with over a half million dollars to be won, making it so you don't have to be a pro gambler. To have fun, getting started is easy. Go to mybookie.ag. Use my promo code Kevin DC on your first deposit to secure a double deposit bonus. That's promo code Kevin DC to get your first deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to a thousand bucks. My Bookie is a proven sports book that makes it simple to bet and win. Make this your winning season exclusively at My Bookie. Uh, How do you say the word coupon? I should have spelled it. Coupon. You say coupon? Coupon. Say it again. I say coupon. You say coupon, like C U? I say it wrong. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you say it wrong. I don't don't know if you say it wrong. I don't say coupon.
2: I don't really think about how I say it. I would say coupon.
1: Right. You yeah. would, you would uh, say it like it's spelled C-U-E-P-O-N. Coupon. I say it coupon yeah. like it's C-O-O-P-O-N. Um, I don't know if there's a right or a wrong way to say it. The only reason I ask you that question is when I was reading the promo code, it made me think of a podcast that I was listening to recently. One of those office podcasts that I listened to. And they were talking about the difference between coupon and coupon. And apparently it's pretty much split nationwide in terms of how it's pronounced. And I sometimes you and I pronounce words differently because of where we grew up, primarily, um, and how we learned certain words. (laughs) So coupon, interesting. Interesting. It's certainly not spelled that way.
2: Uh, You just. You just
1: made my morning.
2: I, it reminded me of, a, of when we did the show, the, the show together every day. And then I, I loved so much when you would mess up the ad read four <laughs> or five times. And then you'd get all mad and say, damn it. <laughs>
1: you know what's so funny about that? I did it
2: this morning. And I don't know why it's funny. Well, it was only funny because it frustrates you so much.
1: So, all of us. Who do what we've been doing? Um, we have to record a lot of spots. Like when we finish the show, the, our day's not necessarily over. If you do this right, your day's never over. But um, you know, you have to record a lot of commercials. Well, on the podcast, the whole thing's recorded, and it started today with the my bookie read, and Cooley got a kick out of it because I could not get the read right to start the show. The funny
2: Didn't do the double deposit bonus.
1: It is. I couldn't say double deposit bonus. I that wasn't the only thing I screwed up on, but you know the the funny thing is when we are live. I don't. I mean, I've messed up reads live. Don't get me wrong, but I mess them up. I mess them up so much more when I'm recording them than when I'm doing them live.
2: So much more. You're right. Right. It's unbelievable, but it's really, I mean, everyone messes them up. I've listened to 20 dudes read them and record them. Everyone messes up or tries to do it a better way when it's recorded. Yeah. That's not not uncommon. No, I mean. But no one gets as frustrated as you, and once you mess up two or three, you're really in trouble.
1: Well, because Because I'm on a schedule here. I'm on a schedule.
2: Like, you get the yips a little bit with it, and then it's, (laughs) it's.
1: Speaking it of the yips. Speaking of the yips, you know that I had a rather rough golf outing. We're not going to spend much time talking about golf, but uh, I I was playing in a match play event. I, I called you Friday after I lost on eighteen um, when my opponent hit it to seven feet. Uh, and I, I was, you know, just off the green, uh, but uh, I, I lost to a player who played better on 18. Um, but I had him beat on 17 completely until my ball was buried in some of this wispy stuff. And it took me three hacks to get it out. And that is why we went to 18 all square. God, I love match play golf. Do you like match play? Yeah, I do. I love match play. So much fun. So it much
2: is, fun. because, I mean, it's, unless, unless you're really bad, you're not out of it.
1: Exactly. Well, match play is better for people like me. You're a better golfer than I am. Because, you know, in a given round of stroke play, I'm going to have some blow-up holes. Well, it doesn't matter in match play. You know, the blow up holes, okay, I lost the hole, but you know, if I made triple bogey, it's not going to count as a 7. You know, it's just going to count as I lost one hole. And you're you're right. I mean, you can you can hang in there if you're, you know, if you can if you're capable of doing well on some holes and not some others match play. Works out pretty well, but it didn't work out for me very well last week, but nobody cares about anybody's golf game. Everybody wants to tune in today and they wanted to tune in yesterday, but we had some issues yesterday, uh, but it's not, uh, it's not a big deal. Cooley's with us today. We're going to talk about the Philadelphia game today, and then we're going to do a podcast Saturday morning previewing the Cowboy game on Sunday. So, how good were the Eagles? You said on well, Friday. Really, I mean,
2: we, just, we didn't have some issues. Well, okay. I got, I got, I had a project in the mountains. And then I got a flat tire. Right. I, I had issues. I know. You didn't.
1: I know, but. didn't have it, it, any
2: issues. You were ready. You were ready to go. And there was somewhere I could have done it, but they were home. So, they had a cabin. There's no service is the point I'm trying to make.
1: No to, today, I'm just, today's one of those days where you're, re, you're kind of redeeming a coupon uh, that you had uh, that, in, in the event that you missed a day. Accepted. Yeah. <laughs> so And you said it right. So before we get to the film stuff that you broke down in the Philadelphia game, on Friday last week, you said Philadelphia is really good in previewing the Eagles Washington game on Sunday. After watching by, by the way, Cooley watched this game. You watched this game live, right? I did. Yeah. How good did you I
2: watched a lot of the second half while I was like cleaning up my kitchen and doing stuff around the house.
1: Right, when the game was over.
2: But- I wasn't too I wasn't too in- involved in the second half.
1: How good is Philadelphia I watched, but
2: I watched the whole game, yeah. How good's Philadelphia awesome. I think they're very good. I think they're a very good team. I, I Really, they showed that they beat Washington's defense, too, without Jalen Hurts really ever running. Um, maybe, what, two zone read plays, three, and a couple little scrambles? You're, what did he end up with yards on the
1: ground? No, no, no. You're, just, you're 100% right. Nine carries, 20 yards for him after his first two games of rushing for 90 yards and 57 yards. They... They took his running... He didn't have to. Yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't... And, and what he did, coolly, and I think you and I talked about this off the air, I thought... I actually, personally, I, w- I want to get your thoughts. I thought Washington actually did a pretty decent job on Philadelphia defensively, and they made him throw from the pocket a bunch, and he did. He delivered. He's taking that next step.
2: And, and that's where you can you sit and say... It's nice that Washington has weapons, and they do, but they don't have A.J. Brown. <laughs> like, that dude is un- unbelievable. A yeah. couple of plays he made in that game. He's really, he's really good. Devontae Smith played great. He's a burner. I don't know if he makes those plays week in and week out. I think he, eventually he's going to. But, I mean, the quarterback's pretty good. Jalen Hurts pretty good. And then defensively, I think they're talented defense. I mean, you watch it. I mean, Fletcher Cox is still Fletcher Cox. Hargrave is a stud. Uh, Brandon Graham plays really, really tough. And you put into the secondary with Avante Maddox and Darius lay and Bradbury, it, they're pretty good defense. Yeah, I did notice, in, and I've been. I don't know. I don't want to quite change subjects from this, but did you notice what they really played for the most part in that game? What kind of defense they played, or did they talk about it on the
1: broadcast? Um, Not necessarily. I mean, I know that a lot of the pressures were four man pressures. You know, with they were with a base. But they
2: played a three three defense. The college three three is taking. I've seen it a
1: lot in the NFL this year. Yeah, definitely. That three three five.
2: Yep, three three five.
1: But they had four down linemen. So why would you say that was three?
2: Mm, it's really not, though. I mean, it's like in a three four, you have five down linemen. Essentially, your outside linebackers are defensive ends.
1: Yeah, but they they have two defensive tackles and two defensive ends out there.
2: Well, Hassan Reddick's almost always on the line of scrimmage, right?
1: Yeah. He was – He yes.
2: And then so they play – really, it's a 3-4 front.
1: But Sweat, Cox, Hargrave, no, no. and Graham they, are out there a lot as the four-down linemen.
2: Yeah. Who's the other guy they played on the line? I'm trying to think. Uh, well, Jordan, da- Jordan Davis. Well, was there 94? Yeah, Josh Sweat.
1: Um, yeah, Josh Sweat's 94, uh, but uh, – yeah.
2: Well, it's a four-two-six.
1: Okay. Well, it wouldn't, it's a, it's, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be four-two-six. It would way, be four-two-five.
2: Or four-two-five, but it's it's played in a way that it's like it's a three-three front. If that makes sense, they don't do it all the time. They did it the majority of the time. They did switch to a four-down two linebacker front on occasion, but a lot of the game they played. Three, three down with two outside linebacker types. A like real wide, right, and then they cover the center guard, center guard guard, or you know move those three. And I mean, you can't do that in the NFL. Why? <laughs> you shouldn't be able to run a three-three
1: front. Why? Because you should be. Run, you should be run on? in the run game. Right? Exactly.
2: You can't play counter in that. You cannot, Joe Gibbs. Did counter hog was like the innovator of counter hog with the h back to be a three-four front. Well, you can run counter on their five down at a nickel because they're one short and you're one short in the line. It's the same play. Yeah. I mean, there's some things you should not be able to play. And I guess they're saying, you know, with Fletcher Cox and Hargrave, we'll eat, we'll eat enough up in here. But, like, one linebacker gets lost and you maybe have the other nickel bouncing in. I don't know how teams can play this in the NFL. They're, you're just counting on teams throwing the ball on first down.
1: it's Okay, I, you know it's funny as you're saying this because I finally got my All 22, um, and I'm looking at my All 22 right now. Are, are we both into my account looking at the All 22 at the same time? I don't know,
2: but you want to know? I found, I can get. I didn't know this. Um, I can get it for free.
1: Well, I don't care if you can get it for free or you use mine, but we couldn't <laughs> well, for whatever reason. 10 we couldn't. Years. I didn't know. I know. I'm in yours right now. Well, why? Why can you get in it for free? Because you're a former player. Former player. Really? I just learned, like,
2: I, there's like 50 things I can get for free.
1: <laughs> okay, well, get that for free. So, I didn't
2: did learn this. My wife, my wife found out. Looked at the site.
1: She looked at the site for what former players? What What are the other things you get yeah. for free?
2: I don't, I don't. She rattled them off. I don't. I don't. Oh, um, the DirecTV, all the games.
1: You get that for free
2: that I've been paying that I've been paying for for three years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I mean, you've got. Wh- why don't you look at all these benefits as a former player? I mean, for all you know, know, there's oh, like. No. The, for all you know, there's like three hundred grand sitting in an account for you. <laughs> God. <laughs> Um, you, so I'm looking at the, my all 22 right now, and I know exactly what you're talking about. And you're right. Uh, like I spent a lot of time looking at a lot of the sacks where there were really legitimately four down linemen, but my God, I mean, you've got Reddick. I mean, sometimes Graham, uh, standing up, um, or Johnson standing up. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's like a, th- it's like it's a, a three, three, five. A three,
2: four front because They'll bail yep. They play the other defensive end like an outside linebacker. They'll bail him into coverage, too. Like, Hassan Hassan Reddick's really the, the linebacker on the front, but he'll rush and the other defensive end will drop. It's a 3-4 front with only one linebacker, which makes it a 3-3. Three, three.
1: So why didn't they run against this?
2: Because they're idiots.
1: Yeah, that was a I don't know. Bad game by Scott Turner.
2: They actually ran the ball okay when they ran the ball. I thought so. They could just never, could, they could never commit to it. And there were a couple of those drives where you'd have a good first down run, and then your second down run would be one yard, and then you're in a third down. And five. But then even if they got it, even if they got the first down, they're like, yeah, let's throw the ball now.
1: Let's drop them back.
2: And he has no idea until the second half what coverage they're playing, especially in the front. It's a version of, most times it's a version of cover two, but it looks like they have four deep across the board. When they're playing this. It looks like dudes are everywhere. But this is actually a fairly common coverage. One of the middle safeties comes down and plays like the Tampa 2 middle of the field. Right. Not deep, but not too shallow. It's that big gap in the middle of the field. The corners end up like sloughing off a little bit. They'll give up anything short because they know Wentz isn't going to throw short, and he doesn't. And so they're playing the short flats to the intermediate flats, and then the two safeties are playing the deep pass. And I don't know if he really ever saw it, and I don't know why they kept calling play action against it. Like they kept dialing up these play action shots, and so I don't know if Turner saw it. I don't know if Wentz saw it. It's it's what at least Gruden and a lot of people called cover to Orlando. It's the version of Tampa two, but it's not the middle linebacker playing Tampa. So they called it Orlando, the safety playing the middle. I don't know if they saw it because they're dialing up these shots down the field. And you're like, dude, these aren't there. right? Like, you, you, you have to effectively run the ball to just go to play action. You cannot just literally, and you can't, especially when you're Washington right now, you can't just go under center, like, on an opener to a drive and go run action. Like, everyone knows you're not going to run the ball under center when, you just, when it's a drive opener or it's rare.
1: Yeah, it's play action. It's, in, by the way, in, ineffective play action against that defense.
2: Yeah, it's, I mean, I, and here's the other thing. Like, you can watch some of the first, I should have wrote some of the plays, but some of the first play action, the, one of the, the opener to drive two, the second drive that they start with, the opening play, is an under center run action pass, play action. Their whole fucking line stands up tall and past that. Their tight end span. Like, it doesn't even look like a run. You freeze that frame. If you can find the
1: It, it's, the it he play. Get, he, set, get, he gets sacked on this play, this, right? I think he does. Hold on, let me. Or um,
2: if he doesn't,
1: whatever. But this is just a perfect yeah, no. no he, why they can't. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at it right now. So freeze um, it.
2: He's going to take the snap.
1: He's under. He's under center. Back. He's under center. His
2: second step back, while he's just getting the ball out to give the fake, he's like a, not even a yard behind the center. Freeze it that early in the play. You should see low helmets, low shoulder pads. If you want to show run, freeze it and look at the offensive line and tight end. Yeah, in.
1: they're all dropping into pass pro.
2: They're clearly showing it's a pass. So abort the fucking fake. Just drop back if you're going to do that. All you're doing is getting Wentz's eyes off the field. If you're going to do that, get, get at least one of your tight ends out, get your back out, and drop back and throw the ball. And since it's cover two, throw the ball underneath a little bit. Right. I mean, my God. I just don't think they saw it. I think they saw this five down front and thought they were getting quarters coverage, thought they could attack the – I don't know. I I don't. I have no idea, and I missed the meeting this week.
1: But. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, I don't think you. Apparently, you didn't have a coupon for the meeting this week. Here's my coupon. I'd like no. to sit in on the meeting this week. So Is it hard for you to say coupon. No coupon. I just like the way you say you it. Just said coupon though. Why, so why not go to Twenty One Personnel and run the football?
2: I wrote it down like. So in a lot of cases, you really – you can have these game plans where you want to stick to nickel because you know what they're going to be in, and you like what you can do against that personnel or against what they're going to run out of that. I don't know what they thought. I would have loved to see a little bit more two-tight-end stuff. But you can't just throw two-tight-ends in the first opportunity that you can throw two-tight-ends in and try to go with a run-action fake and have everyone stand up tall and clearly pass protect. I mean, watch Philly's reaction to that play. There, they say, nope. What's more is Washington right now is right at 67% pass on first down to run. And I'd be willing to bet you out of that 67%, 70% of that pass is run-action pass. Or some kind of run fake pass. It's high.
1: Yeah, even in shotgun.
2: Yeah. Even in gun. It's like there's a little drop back. So that was one thing we, we, you wanted to hear about, some of the play calling stuff. Uh, another
1: thing. Well, be, hold on. Clear. On, on. On that, I want to just be clear. Scott Turner did not recognize and adjust. And if, the, if he had adjusted, he would have adjusted to what? T- sticking with the run. What what about against some of especially when you've got, you know, five guys in coverage deep, what about some of the quick bubbles and tunnel screens?
2: Yeah, I'm fine with some short pass stuff. Here's one thing that I noticed early in the game and I, I thought I wonder if I'll see this again. But it, they went three receivers to the right. They had a gun. Carries alone to the left. The quarterback The back is to the left of the quarterback, but then swings out behind the three receivers in motion. Effectively, Philly checked that coverage out of two or to whatever and soloed up Terry McLaurin. The first play, it's a five-yard little spot route. And Wentz, I think it's sacked, and he just eats it. Like, McLaurin's wide open. Throw the ball. But I'm looking at that going, I mean, that's what you want is one-on-one with Terry. Even against Slay, I'd take Terry one on one. So they end up getting back to it in the like into the middle of the third quarter, and he catches like a ten yard out, and then they got back to it one more time, and it was like he's just running a, a crosser, but every time they got to the single coverage, it's like make them change. You can flip that all you want, you know. You can get once you get to four by one, they're coming out of it. It doesn't have to be the running back motion. Once you get to four-by-one, you're getting single coverage on the back side. It's a defensive check that they had it. Right. I, so under- I would have went to more four-by-one stuff to get whoever I wanted singled up on one side.
1: And it's going to be on the opposite side. That's going to be the, you, you're guaranteed man coverage there. You can't bracket. On a single side. Yeah, you can't bracket right. on a single side if you've got four on the other side, even if the fourth no, is right? a motion guy.
2: I mean, you could continue to play straight two, but you're, you're going to get picked to death. So, I like that was a that was a package that you maybe didn't have very much in, but you can you can find a way to get to that real easy, and then you can signal routes to that receiver. I don't care. Uh, you got to run the ball more against the five against the three three, and they, what did they average per carry?
1: Um, what was their average because per they never carry?
2: Any, they didn't have any big
1: ones. Well, not only did it plus they had a minus tenor in the second half with Gibson. So let me pull it up. I'll tell oh, you. Oh yeah,
2: so count that minus ten out because that was inane that he did that.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, I I thought that they were. I thought they had some. So basically, if you if you look at the uh, if you take the minus ten out. I mean, we do this every week, but just look at Gibson because he was the one with the carries. He would have been eleven for forty eight. I mean, you know, you're just over four yards to carry. Yeah. It's over four and a half yards to carry. 11, though. 11. Yeah, I know, 11. I understand
2: that they needed to throw the ball after the first drive of the second half, and probably more as you start the second half.
1: Yeah, because you're down 24-zip.
2: Right, but 11 is really, and they did run it a couple times in the second half. I wonder what his first half stat line was.
1: Uh, I have it here. Um, I'll tell you what his first half stat was: six for thirty-five. Six. Yeah, he was. Six he was nearly. He was nearly six yards per carry. You know how I got really upset when I was you uh, got doing the live.
2: As many times as you ran the ball. Yeah,
1: I, I, um, you know how upset I got when I was fucking up the my bookie read uh, at the beginning of this show when. They dropped yeah. him back for like the fifth time uh, after being sacked three or four times. I slammed my fist on the table and scared everybody in the room. And somebody said, "I thought she and you weren't very passionate about the team anymore." I just was so frustrated well, because you I'm like, that. I'm like, how can you not see that whether it's play action or straight drop back, this is not working. And, and you and, and Gibson, a couple of carries have been decent carries. Uh, that one was frustrating. I, I, You know me. I like Scott Turner. I think he's been creative. You've said the same thing over the last two years. But this was a bad, bad outing for him, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it was. He got outcoached. He got outcoached this week.
1: Do no th- doubt. Do you think it matters it's that like he's not- on the sideline versus in the box? He's on the sideline this year. I don't year. know
2: in the box. I mean, here, I'll give you another, this is another one. So I, I just, I read this thing yesterday. I'm looking at things. And you and I had discussed this, that Ron Rivera should say, hey, we, we got to be better as coaches. And I read this thing somewhere. He says, the players got to play better. You got to execute.
1: Right. He, he, he said that he did for the first time this week on Monday say we, we too as coaches have to coach better. But, but he, still, he still mentioned the players. And, and on Monday, you know what, what I said. I was like, this is not the week to say anything about the players this is a buck stops here kind of a week. You guys were not – you got outcoached, you got outclassed, and you can't tell us for a second straight week after you know, being down 24 nothing at halftime that this was because the players weren't adhering to the scheme.
2: Yeah. So in about six different third-down situations, they try to run some form of shallow cross or mesh crossers. Dotson and McLaurin. Early early in the game, one of the first ones, really they're playing man. And so the tight end's going to go to about 8 to 10 yards and he's going to hook over the middle. Not a very good route versus man. The receivers are going to try to cross from both sides and pick for each other. Right. Phillies' DBs see the mesh start and they pass it off. And they go, you, 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 me, me, me. And they just switch. So they instead of running across the field picking each other, they just pick up the crosses from the other side. Right. Then they try to run it again into zone where they're running cross. And it's into that Orlando zone. So that middle hook player comes down and he's right where the tight end's going to hook. And the two next zone players are right where the mesh is. And they run it five or six times. It It's like when Jim Zorn used to run double ends with the corner route and the like, they all know we're running the play. Stop running that play. And you can't just say you need to execute that play better. They know we're running the play. They, know they have a plan for covering the play. Find another thing to do. Find another concept. So ran it seven or eight times. At least seven or eight times in the game, and at least four times on third down. And I don't think they completed it once. <laughs> Stop calling it. Like, seriously, I envision myself as Scott Turner. And he's like, run it again. We're going to get it this time. (laughs) Run it again. (laughs) And then he gets out in the huddle. They're like, seriously, fucking shallow cross again?
1: You know what, too, Cooley? One of the things I I, I, I saw on one of the sacks is it was a dotson McLaurin both running shallow crosses where, you know, Dotson's trying to, you know, sort of pick. And it wasn't even effective. He like he, he just completely missed. Just, there was no to pick. He, they passed it off. They passed it off. They switched.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean. <laughs> Bad day at the office. i you, you know, it's. You know, so I, 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 I mean, let, me, let me just mention uh, this real quickly be, before you continue. Because Ron Rivera said something on Monday, and I pointed this out. Um, I think I pointed it out on the podcast. I may have pointed it out on the radio show instead. But he talked about how we have to get away thinking that our three best players, you know, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson on offense – is where we have to go all of the time. You know, he sort of admitted that they needed to run the ball more, you know, and that, w- that, that what, and what I took out of it was this, you know. They got Carson Wentz in part because Carson can make a lot of the throws that Taylor Heineke can't make. And they added Jahan Dotson, and they got Curtis Samuel back, and they signed Terry McLaurin to a contract extension, a massive contract extension. And these are their best players. They're skilled position players. So we're going to come out, and we're going to be a dynamic passing football team that you're not going to be able to stop. You know, like in Jacksonville, they, they you know, those last two drives, the second half they threw for nearly 300 yards and a half against the Lions. But, but Rivera kind of acknowledged we got to move away from that because there, there were opportunities there on Sunday for us not to feature our three best players, but to maybe do something that made more sense against the defense we were facing.
2: Yeah. That's, that would that's coaching right there, buddy. I think we should do something that makes more sense against the team we're playing.
1: But you get, you get my point is that the, they, they the loaded up thing. on all these offensive weapons and they, they got the quarterback that can make all the throws, and they think they're going to come I'm out in. and be like this yeah. dynamic passing team. but they played, you know, they played a really good defensive team Sunday
2: can't be a dynamic passing team unless your quarterback can throw the ball underneath and he's not doing that right now he's not it's not coming out in timing and he's not doing that right now so they're just going to get played off and soft because everyone's saying well you're not going to really run it so we'll give you the 80 yards of game rushing that you want and we'll just take away any of the deep shots and we'll dare you to throw underneath and then we'll change if you're going to Make any adjustments to us. I mean, here's the thing, Kev. Like, I'm—I woke up yesterday morning to do this. I got up at about five thirty, and was ready to do this with you at eight my time. So, and I'm talking about offense and defense. I watched—I watched film for two and a half hours. This isn't like these dudes are watching film all week. We're picking up. I mean, this isn't hard to pick this stuff up.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think all of us watching very
2: much. Like this, I was sorry, I wasn't that involved in this process. Not like I used to be when I graded it.
1: No, I think all of us understood that offensively there was something very wrong about throwing more than running or not doing something to get the ball out of the quarterback's hands quicker and and doing more stuff at the line of scrimmage. But none of us could explain it the way you just explained it. I mean, you're so right. And I'm watching it. I'm just sitting here watching. I mean, they really are, in most cases – Three down linemen with a backer just showing like a four man front, and then it's three five. You got to run against that.
2: They're not even showing a four down front, they're showing a three three front, a three down front a, lo-
1: a lot. But that 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 linebacker is on the line of scrimmage. But yes,
2: yeah, I, I know, I understand. But
1: I mean, even Brandon Graham, when Brandon Graham, who is a defensive end. Even on the sets where you've got their four defensive linemen in the game, you know, you've got Sweat, Cox, Hargrave, Graham, sometimes the rookie Jordan Davis. Even in some of these, when you're watching, you see Brandon Graham actually standing up. He's not in a three point stance.
2: Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. And they're both so wide that they really can't play the backside of run. They really can't run down anything. It's like a three, four outside backer. They're not even there to run anything down. Oh, by the way, they went fly sweep the first play of the game. Right. For like 20. I
1: think it was 12, but yeah.
2: They never went back to
1: it. Uh Uh-uh. You know, it's funny. The the Gibson, the drive that drove me nuts was after they got the fourth down stop. You know, they got the stop in the red zone, and they got the ball back. And the score at that point was only... I think it was three to nothing or ten nothing, whatever it was. And Gibson rips off against that front. By the way, a big eleven-yard run. You know, after they get the stops. So, you know, and I think they do have. Do they have three? Yeah, Bates is in the game. They've got two tight ends in the game, and Logan and Bates leaded on it. One by the way, counter action, and he's out. He busts one for eleven yards, and they come back and they throw the ball in three straight plays. I, I don't. Wow, I mean, I'm watching this counter play from from the end zone. You you, you could have run that until they decided you to switch. You don't
2: have numbers to defend it. There's not numbers to defend it.
1: They could have run that until they switched.
2: Over and over and over and over and over and over.
1: I think the next then, play was an RPO actually, and it's the one he he throws almost it baits his feet. Um, no, it's not an RPO. It's play action. Linemen are oh, dropping.
2: So yeah. He throws that one right at Bates' feet, right? Yeah. Bad ball. Hit a lot of bad And balls. then he goes deep to Terry McLaurin down the left side on the next play. That is a, not a good idea. <laughs> the safety's coming over the top. It's in the cover, too. I actually, watching it live, thought that next play, Terry decelerated a little bit. But if he doesn't, he's getting his head taken off. Right.
1: Yeah, and the, and the next one is the... Uh... The actual play that I did not really call a sack because it was just a phenomenal play by Reddick with his length to reach out and knock the ball out as he was getting ready to throw, stepping up and getting ready to throw. You know the play I'm talking about. It was that drive. I don't know where he's going with the ball because it looks like coverage is great to me, um, but he's th- he's throwing the ball and Reddick is you know um, just makes a phenomenal play with great long arms as he's in his windup. Yeah. I mean, I I know that goes down as a sack, but actually the protection wasn't terrible on that play. I didn't think. But anyway, are we going to get to Wentz? You're right. Are we going to get to Wentz? Yeah, let's do the sack. All right, let's do Wentz right after these words. Right after these words from a few of our sponsors.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: All right, I asked Cooley to to look at a couple of things specifically. I mean, we've already gotten a really good kind of overall on the offensive ineptness, uh, and a lot of it falls on Scott Turner. Um, But I asked him to look at Wentz. I asked you to look at Scott Turner's plan, play calling, and you pretty much addressed that. And then I asked you to look at Benjamin St. Juice um, playing mostly on the outside last week with William Jackson uh, out with injury. So let's start with Wentz.
2: Okay. So we'll start with the sacks. And before I get to the sacks, because I wrote this on a different page, I just wanted to mention one other thing. There were a lot of times that they had this five down front, and the plan was to treat the backside linebacker as a linebacker and then let the running back block him. See, a lot of times what they do, what you do is the the line will have the four down and the middle linebacker. And then the back has everybody else. Well, when they walk five to the line of scrimmage, the last offensive line will normally just make a what you call it a five o call. We'll take all five of the down linemen or all five of the guys on the line of scrimmage. Now back has anybody else? There were three or four times that the tight end had to stay in block, or the back had to stay in block. One, we'd rather not have that because it's not a good matchup. And two, regain twenty percent of your eligibles and make a f- make a five o call it didn't help them with the pressures. Because there was a, at least once that I think Bates gave up a sack to
1: Reddick. I, I, I wanna, you know, just want to be clear on something. You're talking about Washington on offense when Philadelphia showed yeah, a five-man front. Got it.
2: Yes. When they have a five-down front, you get your back and tight end out and you block five down with your five linemen.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they couldn't block four with well, five everyone linemen. everyone
2: does. You block five with five. It's fine. I mean, maybe they said, we we got to help our centering guards, but with, with Fletcher Cox and Fargas, well, what are your, what are your guards? Is, Andrew Norrell, did, didn't give up a sack three years ago. You got to protect him. I think so. And I didn't think the center was that bad. I thought Trey Turner got beat a few times. I mean, anyways, I didn't like, there was another protection again. There was, I mean, there was just a couple times they did this and it was like, why is this the answer? Well, These are receivers. They're not pass blockers.
1: But I'm, I want to ask you one thing, because I went through a lot of the sacks as well. Even when they showed a five-man front, they didn't rush five with the exception of, I think, one or two of them. They only rushed Correct. four. I know. Okay.
2: Maybe you're blocking to the backer, guessing he will not be the rusher, and then your back will check out. But on occasion, he became the rusher, and they dropped the other end. Now envision this. The back has the right side outside linebacker to anybody else. They have three down and another outside linebacker. So the line is going to take the, four, the three down in front of them and the other backer. The back's going to take the outside linebacker to the right. We have now effectively put our running back, who's probably our worst pass protector out of all of them, one-on-one with their rush end and five offensive linemen on three defensive linemen when they dropped the other end, <laughs> five didn't. on three, yeah. back one on one, not a matchup I like. Still, they effectively did lose the five on three matchup.
1: I was just going to say <laughs> they lost the five on three like continuously.
2: They don't help each other very well, though. Like, there's a lot of
1: there's a lot of guys standing with their arms out blocking air. Like
2: anybody comes into this zone and I got them. Like, hey, why don't you just go get somebody?
1: I mean, oh, okay. that, that, that's interesting because on the on the five-man looks, you got a back. Now, a couple of times, the back eventually did slip out, but it was almost too late. Um, but you, the way you just described it, it's like, okay, we're going to use six in protection, but five of us are going to block three. And one of us is going to block the fourth one, and the the one on the one on one with our back is actually doing as good of a job as the five are on the three.
2: The <laughs> so one time the back had the end, it was Gibson, and he went and cut him down to the ground. It's <laughs> the best block of the day. Yeah. So maybe that maybe that is the matchup they want.
1: And say, maybe we can send Norwell or Trey Turner out on, on uh, as ineligible
2: like eight man flag football the guards are the guards are eligible <laughs> <laughs> uh okay let's do we'll, you want to start with sacks
1: yeah if you want to and but just I so just, just so everybody knows i have not talked to cooley at all about sacks he doesn't know what i came to the conclusion on um so i'm hearing his take on these sacks for the first time so go ahead
2: I want to before I say ever the quarterback could have done something different. I want one thing to be made clear: the line did not do a good job. It was not always there was never a clean pocket, so so we're clear on that, right? Yeah, right. Okay. So the first sack is I think it's a third down. They're actually throwing that two crossers concept. If you look at the first sack again. He's out a gun. He takes five step drops, so he's ten yards deep. Yep. Now, both tackles are beat up field, but they that the Eagles know their rush point because they know where Wentz is going to drop to. That's a planned, prepared rush point. If he actually steps up with his eyes downfield as they cross and try to pass them, tell me Terry McLaurin doesn't slip out the backside up the sideline, wide open. Like I, I don't think they get him covered. I think they blow coverage here on Terry. Now, he doesn't step up. When I say step up, like, that pocket's really at six yards. The way they're rushing. Seven yards. I think if he steps up on the first one, I think he's got Terry. Now, again, both tackles are definitely beat upfield. Like, you'd like them to be better than they are in this situation.
1: Well, Leno got completely torched by Sweat.
2: I understand And and Cox is
1: is collapsing the middle of that.
2: There's a step up. There's room to step and slide. Again, I wanted to preface this with it's not good with the line. But this is a shallow crossing concept. No one's really open until Terry could come out late. Or run. Or run.
1: Do you think Samuel was a possibility? He's in the backfield, and, and he gets a little bit nicked at the line of scrimmage as, as the check down? Or is, is he's Cox... their first
2: thought. It's not, he's not a checkdown.
1: What he's, is he, he there? He is the
2: initial clear-out crosser. He is not in protection. Does that
1: make sense? He's yeah. in the backfield, poking okay, out as a receiver. But he gets bumped coming out.
2: Yes, but they end up. I end up going more to Samuel, and then Terry follows him to that side, and would be slipping out wide open right He'd, like one more second is the problem So uh, i think I, I don't know yeah. I think there was an opportunity for him to move there, okay i do um
1: they're but, playing you know. it looks like they're playing zone underneath, right.
2: I think I'm trying uh, – now I can't look at okay. our thing because you're in our thing. So
1: I mean, I mean, let's the,
2: just leave you there.
1: Well, the only the – only
2: yeah, It looks the, like they're playing zone, but I, I, sw- I think – yeah, I think this is a zone.
1: Yeah, they're playing zone here. Okay. Because they pass off the, cro- the crossers. I they just
2: pass off the crossers and man.
1: I understand that. I, th- I think all, I, I think this one – I just think Cox is in his vision. Is he's pushing Schweitzer right back into, into I think if he, if yeah. he I think in, in this particular play, if he's going to make a play, he's got to get out of the pocket. You got to move. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Okay.
2: The second sack. Right. It's a run action pass. Right. There's a. It's a ends up being a five man front, four man pressure. There's two tight ends to the offensive left in protection. They end up rushing three of their linemen away from the tight end side and only one to the tight end side. Effectively, in this protection, the tight ends touch no one. The left guard touches no one. And they get killed on a run-action pass with seven men protecting against a four-man rush. Because they just don't slide and help and bump.
1: <clears throat>
2: Trey Turner gets beat.
1: Badly. He got destroyed by Cox. This was an O-line sack.
2: But if you watch that sack again, I hate giving up a sack when you have three guys blocking air.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. So whose fault is that? Well, I, would I
2: bet you... I would bet you it's great design by Philly saying we will be outnumbered a little bit and we have to adjust to run, but if they throw the ball or go with the run-action pass, we'll rush away from your extra help, just knowing that they rarely run the ball out of that set, especially in that down-and-distance.
1: Well, they did move away from the three guys that were, were there for protection, and they and they've got, you know, they they come from that left side and you know Cox just destroys Trey Turner. Oh yeah, no, he does. It's not offensive for set. All right.
2: The next the very next play, he sacked again. Yeah. This is where they take the running back and they swing him away from the receivers. Uh it ends up being single coverage with Terry. The corner's off at 10 yards. Terry hooks up at 5 on a like spot up on a out route and he's open. The ball's gotta be thrown. This should never this should be a two seconds of the ball's out play.
1: Did you see what he did now, though? He cocked his arm and I, I made this point, like he's gonna he throw it there. to Terry, and Slay is hunting it.
2: The ball is out the ball should be out before Terry turns around. This is an easy throw and catch in the NFL.
1: Okay. You don't think Slay's got a chance to make a play on that ball? The
2: ball should be out before Terry turns around. If you look at Terry on his last step, he's got at least five yards. With Sl- Slay's at least five yards off. Yeah. Throw the ball. Here's the thing, though. If you're going to throw that spot route to that single receiver side and you looked at it enough to pump it, what's happening on the other side? Can you tell me? Well, actually, I don't. If you can't see what's happening on the other side, you don't. This is the first time that they've adjusted coverage because of this look. You don't know what coverage they're running on the other side. So it's pump and run or throw. But you don't know what they're doing to the four man side. I mean, you can maybe look to get your running back to the swing late, but.
1: <clears throat> well, like, like you said, I mean, he's in motion, Gibson. And so Terry's got man coverage with Slay. And on uh, and this version, if that ball's out right away, Terry catches it. It's not a big gain on second and sixteen. You know, it's it's it's, it's not a big play because Slay's going to make that. Well, Slay, oh. Slay's going to be there. Terry's right? is is one
2: of the best up to catch receivers I've seen.
1: Okay, well he's got to break throw tackle. that ball
2: on Terry's. You, the, you throw that ball on his outside shoulder where he can turn to the sideline, and there's a chance he breaks that tackle. Then it's a huge play.
1: What do you think they said to to him about this play? Ball's got to be out to Terry right away. Now.
2: No question. What I think they said is, why'd you turn that down? And he's going to say, well, I felt Slay, you know, hunting it. And then they're going to look at the card and go, I know, he was ready to make a tackle, but, like, this was seven yards. Take, let's take it. Let's get to third and nine.
1: Did you see Norwell get blown up on that play?
2: Just absolutely punked by 97. Um, Hargrave. Yeah. Punked. I I wrote down, didn't this guy give up zero sacks three years ago?
1: Yeah, but he's not the same player, clearly. I, I
2: understand he's not the same player.
1: All right, sack number four. Uh, the four
2: sack is a third and seven-ish.
1: Third and five.
2: They're back to cross. Third and five. Okay. Because of our sweet-ass All-22. I can't ever tell the down-a-distance.
1: It sucks now. This All-22 just so, fucking blows. I know. They go to crossers again.
2: And this is where they pass off. I think this is where it's man-to-man. And this actually is tough. So they have zero wins. But it's man-to-man with the lurker in the middle of the field. So I think that they're... I think Carson Wentz is expecting Dotson to continue running across the field on his crosser. He sits down because he sees that it's passed, so it looks like zone to him. In man to man with crossers, you run. It's a run, like every team it, through high school coaches, you're running across the field in man on crossers. Like this is a concept run at Powell High School. If you're zone, you can sit. But Washington hasn't ever sat these. So I don't know if that's Dotson Young thinking he can sit or if they've changed to where they can sit. But Washington, for the last two years with Turner, has never sat down across her. So I think Wentz thinks Dotson's going to go, so he hangs on a little bit longer. But this is one where really you look at it and there are no wins. you got to run. It's man run.
1: I wrote, well, I wrote down coverage sack and Wentz on this one.
2: Both. I wrote down full defensive sack. Yep, I wrote down the same thing. Or full offensive sack, you know, quarterback could have ran. Receivers probably should have continued on his route, and or line got beat pretty pretty handily.
1: He had that opportunity that. to flush out of the pocket right, but he's not quick and mobile as like he used to be. There was that one opportunity. No. If he feels it, he can run out to the right and avoid what happened. Right. Okay,
2: I think it's that's a all, that's a full offensive sack. It's also the last time I'd called crossers. It was not the last time they called crossers. <laughs> right. This sack is the fumble. Yeah. To his right side, they're running a post in the corner. Off the left, he's got the tight end chipping and then crossing across the middle of the field. The ball, it should be thrown. It's set. The, the corner route runner should be the one read. It should be out. That's it, there. It's a tight throw. I mean, it's, it's a timing throw. Don't get me wrong. Like This is, this is a baller throw. It's there, though. I mean, the, the corner sits enough in their coverage that he can get it over the top of his head. He can get the corner out. If not, immediately you are to that tight end across the middle, checking. I think he's got a chance to that. Everyone's open. He's got – I counted this on – I stopwatch this. It's like 2.9 seconds yeah, yeah, this before one, he's got to move off the spot. Yeah, he's got time. It had to be quick. He had enough time. This is Wentz. It's still like you would like him to have four seconds, and you've got to know like he needed that one more split second to make that decision. He's a little bit slow on decisions right now.
1: Where do you, I, I think so ball w- w- ball. W- do you think that it should have gone? Because I think it's Gibson and Rogers who are running those running those, um, uh, running those yeah, routes. Yeah, Gibson's going up and moving across the field to the left, mm-hmm. out of the flat, and Rogers chipping. They're they're a little cross in the middle. Yeah, that that's the throw <laughs> you got to make, right? Immediately.
2: No, the throw you got to make. Who's running the corner out? Who's who's the inside um, of
1: the two on the right? Uh, is that Dotson? It's, Do- so. yeah, it's, it's Dotson, cover two, it's Dotson, it's Dotson.
2: There's no way that safety makes that play. Right. <clears throat> and I think the corner sits shallow enough that you got a chance.
1: you got to throw that one early, though.
2: As he gets out of the break, you throw it early. And for a corner out in cover two like that, you don't flatten the ball to the sideline, you throw it high. So it keeps it above the corner. I don't mean high in the, high in the air, I no, mean I a high angle.
1: Right, exactly. Because you know... You 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 know uh, that th- that's the spot that is going to come wide open. So you don't have it doesn't have right. to be that's, zipped. That's,
2: yeah, that's that's the honey hole. Right. If you flatten it to the sideline, the corner has a chance to jump and pick it. Right. That's the baller throw. But the Rogers across the middle is open in timing. Yeah. If you're not going to throw it, you better know exactly where you're going next. And he just doesn't. I mean, he does. I think he's a smart dude. He's just not reacting quite quick enough, and and it could be just indicative of two things: like one, new offense, and two, I'm getting hit. Like when is it going to happen? He does it because three seconds isn't a, isn't a long time in the NFL. Well, Four is,
1: but three's not. Well, three's pretty healthy, but uh, he he does not the worst part of this play you haven't mentioned and that is he does a terrible job protecting the ball. He just kind of hands it all. He hands it over to the defense.
2: Right. If you're going to get sacked for the fifth time in the second quarter, maybe just tuck it, fall down.
1: Actually, <laughs> let me just make this point. I think on the first four sacks, there were opportunities for strips and fumbles. I tweeted out after the fourth sack, which was the one that made me super angry. I, I was I, I was like, I don't know how he's holding on to the football, and then the next one he fumbled. You blew it. Yeah, I jinxed it. Okay, so that one is definitely on him, right?
2: Yeah, I think so. I, but reference to pre-sack talk, it's not great protection. No. It, it's, it will suffice to get a ball out, but it is not well protected.
1: No, he's he, once again, there's interior pressure, and Graham was doubled and got pressure.
2: I also want to just go back to the point that this is the fifth sack in the second quarter, and we're still trying to throw vertical shots.
1: Why are we doing this?
2: So when you think about this, too, when you throw like into cover two, which they're playing a lot, you can run a, like a spacing concept where everyone's at five yards spaced out, and the ball's out in two seconds. Now the defensive line doesn't understand, okay, I have just about three and a half seconds to turn this corner at 10 yards, and I'm going to decapitate the quarterback. The ball's out. It changed the timing of the rush. Got to change the timing of the rush, and you got to do that as a play caller, especially when you're getting hit. Yeah. So, again, it, yes, I would like to see when throw that ball. He did have an opportunity. He will take the blame for that one. Uh, I mean, he'll say like, "I got to throw that ball." I'm sure that's that's the way he's kind to of been this year. But you, you understand the situation.
1: Yeah, we're going through the sacks right, right now, two. but in the meantime, how how about just all of the times he did throw the ball and just miss badly? We mentioned
2: well, we're the... not going through that yet.
1: <laughs> okay, are we going to? We can. Okay.
2: I wrote down. The good, the bad, the miscellaneous, the sacks.
1: Okay. I'll let you continue to drive your way. Yeah.
2: Strip fumble. uh, All Cosme. Ball's out in pretty much rhythm and timing. He's throwing it. Uh, He's at seven yards. It's a hell of a play by Hassan Reddick to reach and get around. But Hassan Reddick is not a bull rusher, and Cosme is a big dude. Yeah. He is essentially just pushing the right tackle around the corner and taking him where he wants to take him. Like It's called an anchor for an offensive lineman. When you feel that bowl start, you anchor that back foot, that back right foot, and you say, okay, you're done here. Anchor. This is all Cosme.
1: You put that, that all on Cosme.
2: Well, and he was hurt, too. Yeah. I mean, clearly we're going to say hell of a play by Reddick, but... How big is Hassan Reddick? Hassan Reddick, they didn't want to play at the, on the line no, understood. in Arizona. Yeah, He's I know. He's like 240 pounds. Yeah, right. That's right. He ain't a big dude. He should not be bull rushing a right tackle. He's a. I loved him out of Louisville. He's I a good player. Loved him. Good rush. Temple. I thought it was a great He played at Temple. Didn't,
1: didn't he play at Temple? Temple. Yeah.
2: Temple. Yeah. Temple is where it was. Yep. That's right. We're number seven at Temple. Yes, he did. <clears throat> uh, sack seven, Cosme's beat right now. Um, sack eight, I think is the fourth and twenty-two. The only thing I said on the fourth and twenty-two in the situation they're in, you just got to throw throw the Hail Mary. Right. No one's like Logan Thomas on the fourth and twenty-two. They're running four verts into lots of coverage. And Logan Thomas is clearly tired. He, I think, he's outside to the left by himself. Three verts to the right, Logan. Running to go from outside on the left. I mean, he's like pulling a, pulling a cart. You can see he's gassed. But that ball's just got to, you got to give him a chance to just go sh- see what happens. It's a punt. Can't get
1: sacked there. It's fourth and, tw- well, the third and 22 um, was the one where he missed McLaurin at the five yard line. I mean, that was one of the worst throws. Terry's wide open. At the five-yard line, and he throws it hot and high. I know. You you feel – well, let me ask you. After the sacks, and after the play calling, and after the protection, and after his indecisions, did you sense that he was just completely rattled the rest of the way? Yeah. Would you have gone to Heineke at any point –
2: Yeah, but that would have been – if that was a must-win game and we didn't think Wentz was – do you understand the repercussions of going to Heineke?
1: Do you think Heineke would have done any better? Yes. Really, why?
2: That's like like a Heineke situation because he can move. And he he would have come in fearless. But the repercussions are – now Wentz is going to be pissed.
1: Pissed. You just, and we still right you just made a lot of people happy. You just made a lot of people happy. But that's fine. That's your answer.
2: Well, I mean, the answer is in, in, a, in a world where... No. They, like, I'm coaching high school football, and I can see my big, tall quarterback who can really sling it is struggling, and I'm, we have to win a game. And he's, we'll put it back in next week. No big deal. But we got a better dude for this spot. You can't do that with Carson Wentz in the NFL. You can't, I mean, it's hard to do in the NFL in general. I, I, I mean, nobody well, loves you know, but Unless you say, like, unless you say, you know, we just felt Taylor Heineke is in a lot better cardiovascular shape right now to <laughs> so run around and take those
1: hits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the Rex Grossman thing. With McNabb, um, I here's I, I just like I thought about it, and by the way, I said earlier this week, why not? And you, you know, who cares the repercussions? Who cares that all of a sudden you know it becomes a thing? Well, they care obviously because you know he had a problem when they drafted Jalen Hurts. So I understand all that, but I guess what what I said earlier this week is. I love Taylor Heineke as a, as a backup quarterback because of the things you said. He's a gamer. He'll extend plays, the whole thing. But let's not forget that without the ability to sort of you know protect him with a running game, he's terrible. I mean, he had QBRs last year when they had to throw the football in the single digits. The The stretch he had where he was good was when they were running the football with Antonio Gibson. So I just felt like in this game, it wasn't going to make a difference in the outcome, not even close.
2: Uh, it wouldn't have because you're not going to to Heineke until the third quarter.
1: Right. Well, I'm talking about would it have made a big difference in the final score. They lost 24 to
2: no. 8. Let's call it 24 to
1: 16. Okay. That's an eight-point difference but right there for Sabah to jump on.
2: Philly changes the way they play offensively a little bit. Or, you know, they do something different and they don't score 31
1: right. like I predicted. Yeah, I mean, it is odd, isn't it, that they scored all 24 points in the second quarter? And that was it. Last week against Minnesota, they sc- scored their 24 points in the first half. They didn't score in the second half of their last two games. They didn't have to, though. Uh, right. When yeah, I-,
2: I don't think Philly's going to go back and watch that game film and go, m- m- "This is a dog crap second half." Right. I mean, so- they had a couple opportunities.
1: So, give me your miscellaneous on Wentz and anything else.
2: So, some of the miscellaneous was the the protection stuff, but one thing I thought I I find interesting. His best fakes are in the RPO game, where you really don't need to carry out the fake that long. Right. <laughs> the RPO game is, what's their initial step throw, or handoff all the way? Right. He's really reading a mesh in the RPO game. And if they want to go with as much run-action pass as, as they want to go with, they need better fakes out of Carson Wentz, and they need better pass. Ha- hat placement with their offensive line, or better, their helmets are too high. You can see it in the line that it's not not a run.
1: On a a play-action pass, tell me how uh, a left tackle, left guard, because the example you gave where they stood up way too quickly, which automatically meant this is play-action pass, how should that be played by a lineman to sell it just the way that the quarterback and the running back have to sell it?
2: Well, if it does really look like run and you actually step into them instead of stepping back, and I'm not saying you're climbing to the second level or getting downfield, but you step into them and they see run, then they're going to play their run gap. They're not going to pass rush you. They will transition to pass rush, but it buys you at least two seconds where they're playing run gap. So if you just Make solid contact, knowing you got two, like at least a second and a half, two seconds before they're going to adjust the pass rush. Then you at least bought the quarterback three and a half seconds. You should, and then the line, the linebackers, and the underneath coverage are reading hats, and they're reading that run fake. And if it doesn't look like run, then they're not displacing at all from their coverage areas. You want their linebackers to come up. I remember. You want to hold the safety for a second. You want to, you're doing that to hold people so you can throw the ball behind them a lot of the times or throw the ball outside of them, but they're not doing it. But his run action, his RPO stuff is like a hard, hard RPO pick. And I actually think two or three times when he ran the ball in RPO, he probably should have thrown it, and I—I I literally wrote down. But does he want to get killed? <laughs> He's like, here, kid, you take it. Get it out of here.
1: <laughs> you run it. So, I, I remember we had a conversation, and the reason I'm bringing it up is is because Rivera yesterday talked about you know you got to run the ball for some of our play action stuff, and you and I had a conversation seven eight years ago, whenever it was on our show, about you don't need to run the ball for play action to still work. But what you're saying is for that to work, you can't stand up in your pass protection stance right after the snap if you're an offensive lineman.
2: I mean, look, I've been out of football 10 years. Maybe we're doing it a different way now. But I gave you that first run-action-pass play. Yeah. And, you know, if I'm playing linebacker, I'm like, yeah, nice token
1: fake. What else on your Um, miss
2: list? So the bad is the bad. Like, the bad is the bad that everyone can see. I mean, missing on routes just all over the place. Right. There's a time when he missed Curtis Samuel down in the red zone, and Curtis Samuel did one of my favorite receivers, turned around and just stared at him. Like seriously, dude. I mean he missed the whip route to Samuel. He missed a wide open throw over the middle to Samuel. Oh on the by the way, on that whip route he missed to Samuel. Yeah. If you pull that play up, the one he, he threw wildly. Yeah. You got a whip holding the underneath coverage and you got a crosser coming behind it. It's like the the old indie concept with Peyton Manning a lot. Right. And if that whip route holds that defender at all. You throw it to and we're gonna time. throw the cross over his over his head, which is wide open. Right. Missed that. Late on Reeds, he threw a deep ball to Dotson that he threw on a deep corner. He threw out of bounds to the side into the sideline. Yep. That ball is out a full second late. If you're gonna throw it, it's gotta be thrown. Bad ball in the flat, bad I mean there was a check down to McKissick that you're like, oh my god. Oh yeah. Um but the The bad balls are – everyone can see the bad balls. And they're not miscommunications with him. and receivers It's just not coming out of his hand. And it's not clean. Yeah. So I I think everyone's pretty clear on where he was bad as far as throwing the ball. What was his completion percentage in this
1: game? Uh, Well, I mean, they had a lot of those garbage yards at the end. He ended up throwing for 211. 25 of 43.
2: Uh, I mean, he made a couple of good throws in the game, but essentially,
1: uh, I mean, it was a bad, a terrible game. For him. <laughs> what would what 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 would yeah. you, your grade be for Wentz?
2: Not good. What would it be? It's in it's in that F range. Right. I mean it's it's not a it's not a zero. I'll bet you PFF grades him at like thirty eight.
1: I have no idea what they graded him. What would your grade be for the offensive line? Or just I, it, I mean, pass pro in particular, in general? Yeah.
2: It was, it was bad offense. It was just it was, here, it's bad. It was bad. It was bad. Bad game. Bad game on offense. Bad game across the board for almost everybody. Terry made a couple plays late. Gibson was okay. I mean... Uh, so, McKissick, when he gets the ball in his hands, I, I, like McKissick to me is a, right now is seven, eight, to 12 touch a 7-8 to 12-touch-a-game guy. He can run the ball, too. Get him involved. Yeah. I don't think it was schemed well. I don't think it was... It was, it was everything.
1: Alright, anything else on the offense?
2: Oh, I hated the shovel pass on the 4th and one. And two. Yeah. That's a second or third down call. A fourth down call, you would like one other option if it's not available.
1: And it wasn't. And it, it was dead. DOA. All right. Talk, and about, that's some, all you got. talk yep. about some defense. Yep. All right. We'll do that right after these words from a few of our sponsors. So uh, I did want to mention. So they've given up 14 sacks and 28 quarterback hits in the last two games, and Dallas comes in leading the league in sacks and leading the league in pressures. So Scott Turner and the O line and the quarterback better figure something out. Maybe it won't. I, I think they're going to face a lot of four man defensive fronts. Not it won't be that look. I mean you'll you'll go through that on on Saturday, but. Um, yeah, I mean, Dallas looks nasty on defense and well coached. All right, what do you, what do you have? Yeah, if
2: they think Mike, if they think Brandon Graham's good,
1: right. So Michael what? Parsons is a nightmare. Nightmare and Demarcus. So we, I,
2: too. I have a lot of things here, like you asked. Yeah, but <clears throat> I'll just go through my defensive notes. Okay. The one you have to challenge the deep ball that Smith caught. They haven't gotten anything going yet he I don't think it's a completion I actually don't know if it gets overturned
1: oh I think it would as have As it was called on I think it would have
2: I don't it's it's I've watched it 50 times I, I think it should be overturned I hate the rule that call the field has precedence but I don't think he possesses it before that foot that left foot comes up
1: well, the flag should have come out. They they did not. I mean, that's a play. It's a forty five yard play. You've got to challenge that play, and they didn't. They did it too late.
2: I, I I totally agree. I I think that that hurts you in that situation. You've been playing pretty good defense. All of a sudden, you give up this big one that's really shouldn't be given up. And yeah, I think that had to be a challenge. Yep. And then right, the next play is the Goddard screen, right?
1: Uh, the next play is no, 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 no. no, 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 no that, 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 that's the field. That's the count. field goal drive. Right.
2: Um, the Goddard screen. Can they tackle? Like, geez, Louise. I know they can, but how did he get through that? It was a great play by him. Don't get me wrong.
1: Cam Curl missed. Right. Thirty-one. In What's your the
2: dude's name? Thirty-seven struggled throughout the day.
1: Uh, that's wild goose playing his first game wild ever in the goose. NFL because they were so injured.
2: Yeah, right. No, it was, it was funny. Like one of the first plays, he gets a DPI down the field on a inside go route. Yeah, and he is just groping the dude <laughs> the entire way. I mean, the entire way down the field. Yeah. And then he like acts like he played good defense. Who was who was it down the field? Was it um, was Quez Watkins?
1: Yeah, maybe. I work.
2: think it was Quez. Yeah. And Watkins looks back at him and he's like, "Dude, I mean that is so." It's funny is like that's how like through training camp and stuff, those guys don't care about the PI and they'll just they'll do that against their own team. You're, about my third year, I'm like, "You can't do that." You, I mean, it's PI. You got to let go. You can't just touch me the whole way. Right can't be touching and grabbing 22 yards down the field. It's, it's the easiest call ever.
1: Who touched and grabbed the he most? He grabbed
2: quite a bit. He was he,
1: What's that? Who touched it's, and grabbed the most in practice? All of them.
2: All of them. Okay. But you figure out in the game, you got to run. Right. But Old Wild Goose was out of position quite a bit.
1: <laughs> old Wild Goose. Uh, uh, of no yeah. I had on
2: wild goose. It's the last touchdown drive of the half right they're playing a quarters coverage and he is the quarters flat defender which means you're essentially from inside the numbers ish to hash to sideline essentially and Devontae smith runs a five-yard out route ball's thrown and he looks out there like oh how did he get out there i never saw him Like you're flat defender play the flat yeah that's the flat
1: that was like a that was, a that was a big play too. I'm looking at it right now. That's it's like fifteen a big, yards. Big play. Yeah.
2: Um AJ was awesome in the game, and that's like he's gonna make plays. It's tough. I mean, he absolutely mossed Kendall Fuller in the second quarter. Got that big corner or that big slant for touchdown, it gets good coverage, just not juiced. He, he's a stud, man. He is an absolute stud. I agree. Uh there's a fourth and six, uh, somewhere in the second quarter, they ran that mesh crossers and Kendall Fuller's running with Devontae Smith on the mesh and Wild Goose is on the other side running with Zach Pascal. And I just wrote like, Kendall Fuller gets beat by four yards on a shallow crossing now, And that's not an easy cover right there. I get it. But I wrote, wow, Phillies passed this off three times against Washington and we can't pass it. That's not how they were playing it that week. So that's what it was, but. It's just tough on a fourth and sixth to give up a, a easy, shallow crossing route. <clears throat> so then I wrote this at the end of the first half. And this is more of a note for myself. But it it, it is, if I don't have a true single high safety, a true guy with range, then I'm, I'm not going to play man coverage with a single high guy. I'm going to take the single high guy, and I'm just going to bracket him to their best receiver. I'm going to in and out brown or i mean in and out smith or i'm going to add to that i'm not i mean i just don't see like mccain or what's 22 i don't see them as true like range single high guys especially in third and fourth down and five and six when i i really think they're trying to attack sticks i don't want that deep help over the top i want to in and out Devonte smith or aj brown so i don't give up the
1: six right well, is it? It's, or I'm going to play
2: two, or, or I'm going to play a form of two man where they can help more on a half. When
1: they when they are in, in single high, it's McCain more often than not, right? Right. Yeah. And I'm not saying
2: I think McCain's a bad player. I just don't think he's that true range ball hawking single high
1: guy. Yeah. Well, they don't have that.
2: So I'm not going to play that coverage. Right. Puts you in a bad spot.
1: Yeah, and the deep shot to Brown that he catches with Fuller actually in coverage that Brown makes a great play on, I mean, why not have McCain over there doubling, helping to, to, to push that ball away from A.J. Brown, even though that may have been Kendall Fuller's best coverage of the day. He's right there.
2: Uh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's there. He was, I mean, there were two in a row that Devontae Smith got on Fuller, like, wow catches. When he cut down to the – and that's where you had safety come in late. Right. I think that was not McCain, though. I think that was 22, came in late and can't make a play.
1: Derek Forrest, yeah.
2: Yeah, Forrest doesn't make a play on it. And Fuller is – I mean, it's an unbelievable catch. to get down towards the goal. Line. And then the catch, he just – big boy, Kendall Fuller in the back of the end zone. I mean that was those were two unbelievable plays. I, you give that dude a lot of credit for those plays, for yep. sure. He's a good player. I mean, AJ Brown, a good player. Ultimately, though, I thought they did a pretty good job keeping Went or keeping. I'm still saying Went keeping Hurts in the pocket. They didn't give up a ton of rush yards. They forced him to punt seven or eight times. One of the scores was into a short field. I mean, it's just if they could have come up big towards the end of the second half and. And got some shutdown stuff. Uh, and they didn't get totally gashed. They played, essentially, the big plays. A couple of the big plays were phenomenal plays by Philly. Right. You know, phenomenal catches. They weren't stupid, blown coverages. Right. They were like, tip your hat. Like, hell of a play, buddy.
1: Yeah, like last week in Detroit, the, you know, where there were miscommunications and there were wide open receivers. Everything was contested. I felt the same way. If, if they could have had complimentary. Football from the offense. This would have been a ball game because they, I thought they looked prepared to play defense. I mean, Philadelphia has been the number one rush offense in the league for a year plus. And d- did you notice early they were like sweat was immediately going right for the dive. Like they were not going to get gashed on on the on the on the, on the RPOs yep. or any of the zone reads. Read. They were playing the dive, and they were like. Let Hurts make some decisions, but let's try to get him into third downs, which they did. They had nine third downs and a half. And to your point, they punted on their first two drives. They got a field goal on the last one. They had a short field on the touchdown that made it ten nothing. They got a red zone stop on the next one, and the, at the end of the half, you had great plays made by Smith and Brown. But you got nothing from your offense to make it a ball game. Nothing.
2: Not nothing. You got the opposite. I, I, you essentially got the opposite.
1: What's the opposite of nothing? I know what you're saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: the offense helps Philly's, Philly's offense. Yeah, I know. No, I, I mean, they had a couple of big stuff. They had the goal line stop on fourth and one with that little weird sweep play that Holcomb played really well and Sweat played really well. and
1: they Tony, got him off the field. Tony played I, that one well. Shaka Tony was in on that play and played that well.
2: Yeah. They got him off the field enough times. Agreed. On to St. Juiced. Yeah. Before we talk about any plays, almost wow. You said watch St. Juice, and I was like, that's fun, Kevin, I will. But uh, wow. I mean, really good hits. He could turn and run. He's got good hands in press and good length. But he doesn't overpress, and he's not reaching. You know, he gets enough of a jam, but he's not overextended, and he's got hips to turn and run. Great job undercutting routes on any deep ends or deep crossing routes. Undercut them all day. Uh, really good anticipation, I think, for what routes they were running. I think he can come out of his backpedal and drive. I, you know, can play tight coverage, can undercut and off coverage. Can get out of his back pedal, can turn and run, and plays the ball really well in the air. I was really, really impressed with St. Juice. Uh, you go through some of the plays. The first third down stop. It's off coverage, and it ends up being an off-script play where the quarterback scrambles out of the right to in, in his change of direction. Awesome, and he ends up getting a PBU. Towards the sideline. I mean almost almost gets gets beat, but I think it was Smith. Man. The quarterback runs and the receiver completely changes out of the normal procedure of the route and he reacts and changes direction and it was awesome. You know, the 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 third down on the second drive. It's a deep hook to AJ Brown. He comes out of his back settle, he drives on the deep hook, and he breaks it up. Phenomenal. Uh, I thought the coverage with Devontae Smith with the deep ball was really actually pretty good coverage, and it was incomplete, or uh, the one they should have challenged. Right? He didn't get beat, beat. Uh, Third and seven at the 14-yard line, probably into the the second quarter. Awesome with trail coverage and undercuts and has another pass break. He has like six pass breakups.
1: I don't think he got credit for six, six, but he seemed to be – around. I think officially it was 3 or 4 cuz I looked at that at the end of the game thinking he really was all over the field and just seemed to be draped on people even when they made plays. Yeah, 3 t- technically 3 uh, uh, pass breakups or passes defended. 3.
2: It was more than 3. See, I do I do literally have PBU wrote written down three times though.
1: Okay. You know, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know he's 6'3", right? Like, he is big and yeah, long. He's a big
2: guy, but he plays with, he plays with good length. Like, he doesn't yeah. overextend his length. Um, he had a pass breakup on a third and long in the second half where Smith just runs a go route. I, I, he does he does end up being able to turn and run and recover. Like I, I wrote, be careful squatting on sticks, especially with a guy like Smith, because he'll run by you. And he almost runs by you. And maybe a better ball he would have. But it ends up being a pass breakup. It was good coverage on the, the touchdown to Adrian Brown on the slant. Right. It was really good coverage. And he was never just torched. And also, I think he's a decent tackler. Like, I think he'll get in and make tackles. I don't think he had any, any missed tackles on opportunities to tackle. This is the best cornerback play of the first three games for them.
1: Not even a question. So here's and they the...
2: stopped going at it.
1: So here's the question for you. He has been playing as the slot corner primarily for the first two games. And with William Jackson out, he played a lot more outside the other day. Now, last year, he played primarily outside before he was concussed, you know, and only ended up playing in five or six games last year. I think it said last year he's an outside corner, 6'3", long can run, and by the way, like you said, and I I remember this last year, will definitely come up and and hit you and tackle, but they decided, you know, after paying Jackson all the money, leave Fuller and Jackson on the outside, and 25 St. Juice was going to become our slot corner. I think he's better than Jackson, a lot better than Jackson. What do you think, and what do you think they should do?
2: I mean, he's a lot better than Jackson as well, and I think Jackson's better than Fuller on the outside. And I think, if I remember right, Fuller yes. signed a contract for with the Kansas City Chiefs in a big deal because of what an un, what an exceptional job he did at slot corner. Right. So I think this is pretty easy. Jackson and St. Juice are your outside corners, and Kendall Fuller goes and plays slot.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: End. Period. Done. Okay. I don't even think it's a question.
1: You think they'll do it?
2: The question. The question would be though. St. Juice played really well. And he played on the defensive left all game. They didn't change. Right. William Jackson plays on the defensive left. Can one of them play on the right? I, I, I The answer to me should be obviously, yeah, I think they should. But can one of them play on the right? Can Jackson go over and play on the right?
1: I don't know. Can, can Jackson play zone? When they're in zone, that's where he seems to struggle a little bit. You see, St. Juice is a good man and a zone corner, don't you? I agree.
2: I, I think the first thing, here's my thought, the way he played on the left side of the field. You just figure out who can play on the right. I really don't care at all that we paid Jackson medium level. We they paid Jackson medium level cornerback money. And they paid him a lot, but it's not top end corner. But, that does not. That's not. That's not like benching the quarterback. Right. This this dude just balled. He's staying there. He just he just he's staying there. He played that's a little. Uh, by the way,
1: I, I've noticed he did play inside a couple of times. In the game Sunday. I don't know what the final numbers were, how many. I mean.
2: I think that's only when they took a tight end or a back backout. Yeah, it looks like it.
1: They took out. Yeah, maybe three or four times. Yeah, I like St. Jude's yeah, too. No, uh, I, I keep St. Jude's where that in that game.
2: Unless, he's, unless I know he can do the same thing on the right side and William Jackson can't. I don't know that. But they will. For sure. All right. But very impressive play i think you really good
1: really good. anything else in your notebook kid scribbles <laughs> uh saturday morning you ready to preview dallas with me yeah Right. right we'll do that i'm not uh, thank you for doing this, and thank you, everybody out there, for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with Tommy, and then Saturday morning we'll do our Friday football show with Cooley, uh, and he'll uh, help uh, us preview the Dallas game. Later.